Hello and welcome to the Wiretap Whisper podcast episode 17 presented by me, Sami ASMR. If this is the first time you're watching a podcast episode or maybe listening to a podcast episode, uh, this is a uh, creative focused uh, series of podcast episodes where I sit down with other uh, ASMR creators in the community and I talk to them all about their uh, channel, their personal life and just kind of everything in between really. Uh, we try to keep it chill. Some episodes are filmed in whispered, some are soft-spoken. Um, the nature of it with soft-spoken means that sometimes uh, as the conversation goes on we might get a little bit rowdy so we apologize but for the most part we do try to keep it chill, try to keep it relaxing um, and yeah hopefully you enjoy the deep dive into uh, into my guest's life, I guess. And today we are joined by Aaron ASMR. Hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, I've got a quick summary of who Aaron is and uh, what his channel is all about for the for those of you guys who maybe aren't uh, familiar. Um, so yeah, Aaron is a an American creator. Uh, he has. I think just as of today, he hit 17,000 subscribers on YouTube and he has just under 100 videos currently on his channel, I think 96 uh, in specifically. Um, and he's been uploading now for just over uh, a year. Uh, so quite a, quite a good chunk of time. Um, and if I was to kind of summarize uh, Aaron's content, he really does. He really does a bit of everything. Um, but the main thing that stands out is it's it's very wholesome content. Uh, it's very real, and um, yeah, it just yeah. I guess we'll discover more of that as as we go on. Um, but that's that's a quick boring summary of who Aaron is, and Aaron's going to give us a better one now. So for those people at home, Aaron. Uh, who are watching who are you today um i guess i would say that uh yeah i started the channel a year ago and since then i i finished undergrad and i'm in grad school for physical therapy right now i have another three years left of that so that's exciting but uh yeah i just picked up uh we passed a year on july 6th i believe nice Oh, grad school. Okay. I like that. I like that. We're go and obviously, you know, guys, we'll, we'll explore all that in detail today. So, um, so yeah, the way that this is going to work, if you've never seen an episode before, is there is a past, a present, and a future section. Um, we'll start with the past and make our way to the future. There'll be some crossover as we go, uh, but for the most part, that's going to be uh, the structure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, make yourself comfortable, and uh, I hope I hope you enjoy it. Um so yeah, the, the first thing I kind of want to touch on Aaron is who like who who was Aaron growing up? Who what type of what type of kid were you? Uh, and like kind of what were your main passions as a kid that you can remember that stand out? Um, I grew up in like the smallest of small towns. Like my high school graduating class was ten kids, wow. so it was extremely small. Yeah, and okay. I also had a huge family. I have eleven siblings. So my, my my most my fun fact that I like to share is that I have more siblings than I do kids in my high school graduating class. It's just funny to share. And uh, <laughs> I just kind of grew up in a really small farm town. And uh, my best friends growing up were really just my family because you didn't really get to hang out with your friends. Right. <laughs> yeah, because as you say, there's only 10 people in your class. I, I kind of relate to that yeah. myself. Um, I think I, 
we call it primary school in the UK, but I think it's, is, is it elementary school, the one before middle school? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, my, my elementary school was kind of similar to your high school. I think there was about 10 people in my class as well. So it was a very small village. Um, I, I didn't have the big family like you, but it's kind of, kind of the same. Uh, and then, and then things started to grow a bit as, as I went to, uh, what would be high school for you. So, um, yeah. So was there, was there, I'm well, guessing it's kind of one of these places where there's not much to do. Like there, there's, there's literally nothing to do with, <laughs> it's just, it's literally just fields and woods for like my, my neighbors, the closest people to me were my grandma and my aunt and <laughs> uncle. So yeah. it was literally just family. And then like elementary school, it was even smaller than that. Like I went to this like private, like Catholic school growing up uh-huh. and there was like, there was a class that only had two kids in it. There, it was 40 kids first through eighth grade. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I didn't really get to meet or talk to people growing up. <laughs> That's crazy. So like how far is it from like the nearest big sea? An hour to like the nearest grocery store or hospital. It's over an hour. Really? Oh, yeah. you are right in the burnies then on my days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, for me, it's like it's it's an hour to my nearest big city, but we do actually have uh we do have like towns and stuff that are like close by. I mean, I like I live in a town now, um, so you know, there's still supermarkets and and there's a hospital within like 15 minutes, so it's not too bad. But you are actually right out in the sticks. So did you? Yeah, learn... we only have a ga- Go on. We only have a gas station and a bar within 30 minutes. <laughs> wow. Well, so yeah. I, you know, I'm guessing like, are you, do you live on like a farm? Is that, is that type of the vibe that's going on? Yeah. My, my family lives on a farm. Yeah. Nice. So you probably got like, you probably learned like a lot of skills through that, like growing up and stuff, right? Uh, no, I wasn't really into the farming lifestyle. No, no, my, 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 my older brothers did, but I wasn't really a big fan of it. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I don't live there currently. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. So like, I guess like, I mean, what, what did you do? Did you have like video games? Did, did you like TV and stuff still? Um, we didn't really have like internet until I was like about in high school. So I pretty much just played outside and used my imagination. I, I was the kid that like, I would go find a stick and then I'd go play in the woods and <laughs> pretend that I was like anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So I, I guess the next thing is, did you, um, I, I think, from what you've said already, uh, you've kind of moved away now. Do you like? Did you go to college, or have you been to college? Uh, yeah, I went to um, three different. My freshman year, I went to I went to a like a NAIA college just to play basketball, but then I ended up not really liking it or the school either. So I transferred to the school I'm currently at, Mizzou, and then I went there for two years and. I currently am in grad school. I applied to get into grad school early and they, I got accepted, which is awesome. So I'm technically a senior, but I'm in grad school. Nice, nice. Because it's, it's hard to follow because obviously the the UK like education system is, is different and there's different terminologies and yeah. stuff. So I, we won't go much into that, but you say, because normally I ask like what type of field, like what field of work are you involved with? So that's more... Yeah. Yeah um like physical therapy is it called physical therapy in the uk Physic- or is yeah, it like yeah. physiotherapy mm-hmm. okay so like if someone got yeah. injured in like a sport and event you you would like run on and, and, and assess the injury like that type of yes. thing yes yeah oh, that's really cool yeah. well that's more that's like athletic trainer pt it's more like in a hospital setting 
Okay. All right. I see yeah. what you're saying now. Right. Okay. Because I actually wanted to do something similar. Um, and it was kind of like 50 50 whether I do that. We call it, it was like a sports science degree in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, or I start to do like uh, what was called like an apprenticeship uh, in nuclear engineering. So that's why that's that's what I ended up doing. So I, I nearly went down a similar, similar route to you. I'm guessing you've always been like a big sports guy, right? Yeah. I mean, when like i said I, I didn't even know sports existed until eighth grade because <laughs> oh. my 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 elementary school didn't have them and then i just played it because my brother did in high school and i got pretty good at it i guess <laughs> yeah you said basketball right yeah mm-hmm. do you like do you follow basketball like professionally is it like do you watch the nba and stuff yeah the nba is the only thing i follow Mm-hmm. I don't really like college basketball that much. No, because it's quite big though, isn't it? Like it's it's mental to me to like look at college basketball and like look at what it is and the crowds and stuff because we don't have anything like that in the UK. Yeah, people follow college sports like crazy here. Yeah. And they all, because there's like hundreds of teams. So it's like, it's wild. <laughs> yeah. What, do you have like a, do you have like a favorite NBA team that you support? Yeah, I watch. Uh, well, I have a favorite player, Kevin Durant, and then I pretty much just like whatever team. Wherever he's, on. he's going, okay. You yeah. have to do that in the NBA. You have to do that in the NBA. You don't like a team. You have to like players. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because, like, I actually really enjoy basketball myself, um, but I didn't get into it um, like very late. I think because I'm like 25 now. I think I started watching basketball and I was like maybe 18, something like that. Um, and then over mm-hmm. here, it's not that popular in the UK. So when you would hear of basketball, people would automatically go to like LeBron James or Kobe Bryant. And then within that, they would be like, okay, the Lakers, like everyone would used to walk around with like Lakers jerseys on thinking they're really cool. Right. So what ended up happening? People still do that here. Yeah. So what (laughs) what ended up happening was I was like, oh, I'm going to get into basketball. I'm going to watch a game. And I was like, you know, everyone's obsessed with the Lakers. I'll watch a Lakers game. So I watched, I ended up watching a Lakers game and it was actually the Lakers versus the Clippers uh, who were also LA, and I mm-hmm. basically fell in love with the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, they they had a really good team at the time. They beat the Lakers that game that I watched. And I was like, actually, I want to root for these guys. You know, like no, like, yeah. I've never even heard of them before. Uh, and then it was the time where it was like Blake Griffin, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Jordan were on the team. Um, yeah. and, and like Blake Griffin was like pl- it was like prime Blake Griffin with like dunks and all this. And I was like, okay, this is my guy. <laughs> So it was kind of sad when he left. I've actually remained a Clippers yeah. fan because I know he went to the Nets and now he's on. No, he went to the Pistons and now he's on the Nets, right? So yeah, um, yeah. So so you follow teams, not players. Yeah, I think that's. I think the modern <laughs> way a though. Loyal fan. Yeah, the modern way though is to follow players. Like I think more and more people are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really really love NBA. It's hard because sometimes you know, especially LA. Uh, they're like eight eight hours behind us. So if they have like a mat, uh, game that's like really late on at night, uh, it's like it's like five in the morning for me. So I like I normally just miss it. Um, but yeah. some sometimes I have like uh like like a like a noon game, so I can normally watch that. Um, but it's just it's just timing it right. Um, but yeah, I think that's enough about <laughs> enough about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, normally normally at this point I normally ask like how did you come across ASMR, but before that. Uh, I was reading your uh, YouTube bio and um, uh, it said, I used to get ASMR from my teachers when I was in elementary school or when they would read to the class. I want to kind of know more about that. Like how, yeah, 
explain explain that a bit more please because I'm, I'm really interested yeah so like whenever i was i remember in like first or second grade and then like the teachers would be going over like the homework and the assignments and stuff and like it was just super relaxing to me and i was getting like just i was very relaxed from it and getting like the tingling feeling and then whenever we got our homework whenever she would go around and help the students like, to make sure they were doing it right i always like paid attention to her doing that and uh -huh. it was giving me asmr as well so I developed a habit to where I would pretend like I didn't know an answer to a question so that way they would help me because I like I was getting the like the ASMR from it and I, I just enjoyed it a lot. And then I had no idea like what it was and I was just like, it's just anyone else like get this? Yeah. Just, like I didn't tell anybody about it. And then yeah, it just like it, it kept it was very similar things to the homework for years. Like I was doing that pretty much all the way to like eighth grade. Wow. So you're like super, super susceptible to the tingles then? Because I, I, I didn't get anything yeah. like that. But like there was a game that um, used to play when like you were a kid. It's like line, line, dot, dot. And then people would like draw a line on your back. And then yeah. they pull your hair at the end. And when they pull the hair, you like got shivers. Like that's the only ASMR yeah. experience I had. Um, yeah. So so you, so you experienced it quite early. But like you said, you probably didn't. I mean, you didn't know in that time that it was actually ASMR. So what was? I didn't know. Yes. Yeah, so what was that first actual experience of you know actual ASMR? How did that how did that come about? I guess the first YouTube video so, you watched, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it's also like even whenever I started watching YouTube to get ASMR, I was watching like just random like box opening videos or like those like those videos for kids where they like open up where they open up like the toys and like just the crinkling of the wrapper yeah like i would watch that to fall asleep because i didn't know like i didn't know what <laughs> asmr was so i was like oh, this works this, i'm getting it from this and then like i think like asmr became like a huge thing and then like a video was suggested i can't even remember which video was oh it was uh i think it's gentle whispering okay that was the first that was the first asmrs i ever like listened to and watched and yeah that that would be the first time and how, how long that ago I was this knew it was a thing that would have been probably sophomore, junior year of high school, so like five years ago or so. Five years, okay, okay. So you've been in this, you've been like in the community for a while then. I think I started watching yeah. like twenty eighteen, something like that. Um, yeah. So, did you have like trouble sleeping? Did you, you know, did you struggle? I guess before you before you came across like proper ASMR, did you struggle like mentally? Did you, you know, did you, struggle with like anxiety or stress or anything like that yeah definitely and but that's that's the thing is like i almost i i can't watch asmr to fall asleep because i just i i find it entertaining <laughs> okay like, i have to like actually be completely like enveloped in it to get like the tingles and Immersed, stuff like that yeah so yeah so i don't i don't, I don't watch it to actually fall asleep no but you more i more watch it to just relax and stuff yeah yeah because you know i talk i ask this question to everyone that i that i get on and, and you know most people kind of come across asmr because they're they're searching things like oh you know relaxing videos to fall asleep to on youtube right and and then through that they find asmr so uh you know they kind of discover it and then lean on it to help them mentally but i think for you mm -hmm. is you can't you can't like you say you can't watch it to fall asleep too because you're just too distracted yeah 
Yeah. Like I watch it like just any like randomly throughout the day. I don't really watch it. A day watcher. I yeah. like that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, cause I, I mean, I used to, I mean, I don't watch it as much now, but, um, cause I finished my studies. Like when I was doing my degree, I would always put it on in my ears, like no, like it had to be no talking if I was like revising yeah. or studying. Do you do the, do you do the same? I've I've always wondered how like people do that. No, I don't, because no. like I I pretty I can't really listen to anything except for like maybe like I'll turn on like like violin music or something. <laughs> okay. I can't really listen to anything if I'm doing homework. No, yeah, it, it had to be no talking. Like if there was like whispers or like soft spoken voice, that would be too distracting. Um, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes I would turn it off completely, but for the most part, it, it did help a lot. Um, so then I guess like, you know, you've kind of, you kind of got invested in the scene from 2016. Um, and obviously you started your channel, I think June last year, right? So how did that, how did that come about? Did you, did you always have plans to become uh, like an ASMR creator? Like how, yeah, how did that come to fruition? Um. So early on in high school, I actually made like, I've had like two YouTube channels in the past, not about ASMR, but it was like a gaming channel and okay. then a vlog, a vlog channel, which yeah. none of them did well. But I, I just liked editing videos and I, I enjoyed making videos. Yeah. Yeah. And then like this, this last year I was with like COVID and everything. Like I just had like nothing to do and I just picked up a mic and uh one of the uh, an asm artist had one of those like my subscribers do asmr mm -hmm. and i reached out i reached out to her to give me the video her the video and i was like hey would you want to do a possible collab for like one of my first videos uh it's like my birthday coming up i don't really get to do anything and she was uh -huh. awesome and said yeah so it was kind of a nice way to like jump start it because it like started off with 300 subscribers yeah yeah because I was gonna okay. ask, I was gonna ask about that later on. Like that was one of the questions I had, and we'll definitely touch on that more. Um, and it's funny because, like, you know, I, I've spoke to so many guests, and most of them actually started during COVID. And, and I call it like it's like the ASMR boom, like the like the baby boom, but it's like creator boom because yeah. everyone just got that push from COVID. Like, you know, they were sitting yeah. there doing nothing. It's like you know, I may as well do it now. I've got all the time in the world. Um, and it's. You know, it's great that it happened because obviously, you know, there's some really great creators like yourself that entered the scene that maybe, you know, maybe wouldn't have done in a normal world. Um, so even though it's a hard time, I guess every cloud has a silver lining, right? Yeah. Did, did you have, um, did you have any, I guess, uh, I guess, did you have any people inside the community, uh, what am I trying to say? Oh, no. Did you have any early expectations, I guess, going into it? Was it just kind of like, oh, you know, I've already done these two channels. Again, this one's just going to be for fun. Or did you did you want to try and take it like really seriously? Or did, did you not put that pressure on yourself? No, I definitely did. Like right off the bat, um, which is kind of why early on, like I wanted to, to put a lot into it because I wanted it to actually be successful. And I didn't have any real equipment at the time. And I was, I'm the type of person that like, if I made a video and I like editing it, I want it to look as professional as possible. Yeah. So I was trying to get my hands on like pretty decent equipment early on. Cause I knew that that's also like, I, w I was going to enjoy it more if I can make videos that I was proud of as well. Yeah, no, I get that. I had a similar like thought process as well going into it. 
And it's funny, like, you know, <laughs> I think about that now. And then, like, I look at my first video compared to now. And, like, the quality is, like, so much better. But at the time, I was, like, yeah. you know, I'm going into this with, like, good quality. And I'm, like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. <laughs> what I was trying to say before, I was trying, I was getting confused with two questions. The other, the other question is, did you have anyone um i guess inside the community that inspired you to create your own channel and i guess outside the community you know or maybe you know a family member that pushed you and said no you can do this you can do this um i was only watching um about like four or five asm artists at first and um really like cynthia henry asmr she's the one that like i got to do a collab with like early on which was it, it it um was very encouraging yeah and then i would i would say like i don't know just watching i i started seeing like like smaller creators and stuff like that and it was just kind of like i only ever knew about like these huge ones and i'm just like well i'm never gonna be that so there's no way mm -hmm. so it was just nice to see like with cynthia henry she's a smaller creator and she was like willing to reach out and help yeah. me and I just it was pretty uh encouraging yeah yeah no it's it's nice when you get people like that especially when you first start now i think the you're very, you're probably like a bit scared to just to talk to people right you, again you don't want to bother them and you don't want to seem like a, a noob mm -hmm. for a better for one of a better yeah. word <laughs> so it's it's really nice when then people and i always try to do that as a creator now you know i've been in the scene for like over a year myself so it's kind of like you know i, I always try to offer help where i can because i know yeah i know how big like steep of a learning curve it is if you've never done editing or any like you know audio stuff before it's really it is really a, a learning process yeah it is and for the family question um i didn't i i didn't tell anyone like anyone i knew that i was making the channel except for like one person for probably like the first three or four months and then i was like uh -huh okay i'll sh start sharing it now <laughs> <laughs> the family the family they obviously didn't mind they're they're in my videos and they, they love doing them yeah but i was just a little nervous to share it with friends it's hard to explain no. for people that don't understand it or know what it is yeah it, for sure and even like and even just like as a viewer it's kind of like you know you try to keep a secret anyway just when you're just watching asmr yourself yeah <laughs> yeah it's like it's like this guilty pleasure that you're just like how do i explain this to yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it really shouldn't have that it shouldn't have that stigma but i think it's just because it's so different and it you know it looks kind of weird from the outside but at the end of the day it's, it's yeah it's just people for the most part it's people watching these videos that really help them with their mental health problems you know whether it's insomnia or depression or whatever you know what i mean so uh, it's it's a beautiful thing at the end of the day. It is, yeah. Um, and I guess that kind of concludes what I call the past section. Um, this the present section is also going to sound like the past, but it's like basically when I say the past, it's like pre pre channel basically. Um, so yeah, so moving on to the to the present. Um, for this section, I normally basically put your channel under the spotlight a bit, you know, look at your videos from the start, look at some, you know, trends, patterns, things like that, stats, um, which normally we try to try to not look at them because it can, it can be quite stressful. Um, but your first <laughs> video is, uh, titled, I try ASMR, which is a good title. I, I really, I really missed the ball with my first video. Cause I feel like that's a good title for the first video or some people normally just put 
doing ASMR for the first time or my first ASMR video, yeah. I didn't put anything like that. Kind of regret it. Um, <laughs> but because people like that, right? You know, people like that stuff yeah. to see or like, oh, this they want like the new people that, yeah, yeah. this guy's trying ASMR for the first time. I'm going to click that. Um, so yeah. it's got 7.6 thousand views, which is, I think it's a, that's a lot for a first video. I know, you know, as you grow, People always go back to that first video and watch it, so I'm guessing that's just kind of grew over time. But what was the what was the yeah. first response like to that video? Did you get more people viewing than what you expected? Yeah, actually, it was it um it hit like two three hundred within the first day, and at that time, that that's was really the most good. any video I've ever made had. So, yeah. and it was really cool to see the comments and all that stuff. It was also very encouraging because it's like, oh, okay, people do want to watch it. People. It doesn't matter that people don't know who you are yet. People are going to find your videos. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, at 200, 300 views on the first day is... That's, that's mad. And it is. And it's like, I feel like you went in, you went about it the right way, you know, with the with the title and stuff like that. Because like we said, like, people people want to see that, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's like a... That's, yeah, that's a searched title. And I'm like, yeah, I'll do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really good. And and honestly, I was like looking at all your first videos, and they're all really they've all got really good views for like starting out, because um, normally you see like people have like a couple of hundred views in the first couple of videos, but like all yours mm -hmm. were like oh like two, three, four thousand, whatever. Um, well, your third video, which we kind of already touched on, was a collab, which was I was shocked by like you don't really see that like so early on, um, and like you mentioned, it was a, a girl called Cynthia Henry ASMR, right? How how did that come about so early? I know you kind of touched on it, but if you could do that once again. Yeah, so um, she she's the like a cousin, I believe, of Clary ASMR, and she did ASMR videos with her. That's she's a much bigger channel. Okay. And then Cynthia Henry created a channel from that, and a couple months into her channel, she did one of the my subscribers do ASMR. Mm -hmm. And I sent in a video and I messaged her on Instagram. I was like, hey, um, I'm turning 21 this year. Uh, I don't really get to celebrate it because of COVID. I think it'd be really cool if we got to do a collab to add, you know, a little bit more <laughs> like guilt in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but she was, she was like super awesome. And we've made a, we've done a couple of collabs since then. And she was just really, yeah, you have. like she, she had no problem starting it off. No, that's... And she even posted the the video on her channel, which was really awesome. Yeah, because I'm I'm guessing you had a lot of people that transitioned over from that to you, which you know right at the start really does yeah. help. Um, yeah. So we we love we love Cynthia. Is she uh, is she still creating videos like today? Um, she is still making videos, but I think she's on like a bit of a break right now. She's slowed down with her like production of videos. Okay. Yeah. I mean that happens, doesn't it? It's just life, unfortunately. Did you yeah. uh, did you have any other creators reaching out, like supporting you from the start, or was it just mainly her? It was mainly her for the first probably like six or seven months, and then like other creators, which I've done collabs with as well, have like had reached out, and I reached out to a few of them as well. Because mm -hmm. I think you, I think you're friends with like Till You Sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're actually we're actually going to be doing a collab yeah. soon, yeah. <laughs> I've seen you guys do a couple. I think you've already done one, right? I don't. You don't? Oh, you've, think you've never so, done one? No. I felt like for some reason no. I thought you had, but there we go. I'm making <laughs> I'm making it up. 
Yeah. No, I think I I always just say like you know she's she comments on your stuff and and vice versa and stuff like that. So it's it's nice to yeah. see nice to see the support. Um. Yeah. So I kind of like as I was going on, like I'll say I was like quite shocked because you know your early videos were doing really well in terms of views. Um, but your first video to break 10,000 views was uh, your friend video uh, titled My Friend Tries ASMR for the First Time. Um, how yeah, how did this video do do when it first went live? Because like I say, you know, these normally get inflated over the time. But was that was that a significant increase to what you'd uploaded previously? Yeah, it definitely was. That That video grew quite a few views pretty quickly. I think it it gets it's probably at like five six thousand views within that first like few days or a mm-hmm. week or so it's really which that that was new i hadn't had that yeah yeah um because i think like this is the start of the trend that we're going to talk about with with your channel um which involves other people on your videos uh which i think is obviously a big theme for you do, do you are you someone yourself who would watch a video like this um no no <laughs> I, like, I, enjoy, I i i definitely can't watch like my own videos if that's is that what you're meaning no i mean like would you so if another i mean i guess it doesn't need to be a creator that you'd normally follow but if a, if a video if an asmr video came up on your feed and it was like my friend does asmr would you oh. watch a video like that okay yes those, okay. those are some of my favorite <laughs> I was videos say. yeah those are I, I i still watch those videos yeah <laughs> okay good what what is it about it that you enjoy about it I just like people like when people aren't like professional at it or like used to doing it, they like come up and do stuff in a very different way. And it's just kind of nice to see a variety of like people doing it. Cause like what I would think is a normal sound or a good trigger to do, somebody else might mm-hmm. do something that like you wouldn't even think of. Yeah. It's, it's and just them being just the newness of it for them. Yeah. It's, it's intriguing, isn't it? And I feel like, I feel like that's the beauty of ASMR in general, right? Cause like, you know, everyone's, everyone's their own different person and i feel like as long as you can bring your own personality to a video that's going to make it unique from someone else even if you even if you're doing you know a a classic like tapping scratching video just by applying your own personality to it is is gonna is gonna do wonders um so yeah i i I definitely i definitely feel that and obviously obviously it's it it works for you (laughs) um so so from that point you know you're doing another uh i guess i should ask probably before we move on how did how did that come about like asking asking your friend to do that video yeah so she was the one of the first people that i like told about my channel and like stuff like that okay and i i just i asked her if she wanted to do it and she was really open to doing it so it just kind of worked out and then she also did a few other videos with me as well everyone that i've asked to do it like they've been a little hesitant at first because pretty much everyone besides a few of my family members they don't watch asmr and they never knew what it was mm-hmm. so they were really just kind of winging it yeah yeah so she took some convincing at first is what you're saying yeah yeah did <laughs> i mean I, I i'm guessing like after the video done quite well i'm guessing she was like quite pleased about it yeah and she she enjoyed reading the comments about herself too <laughs> 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 little burst of fame like because i mean at that yeah. point right that was like you know that was your best ever video so i guess she was kind of like teasing you like you know you need me on more and stuff like this <laughs> yeah yeah 
Um, so what, yeah, what I was going to say before was, you know, you've done another collab with Cynthia, which actually got 16,000 views this time. Again, really, really amazing views. Uh, you've done another friend video, which has 27,000 views. Uh, and then you've done uh, a video, uh, ASMR with my brother, which has 72,000 views, which is, you know, a big, significant increase in views. Wow, from, I didn't even from, know that. From your previous, <laughs> from your previous one. <laughs> Um, and, and I, like I alluded to, it's very evident, like that your collab work, you know, stands out from the rest, whether it's a friend or, you know, whether it's another ASMR artist, which I think normally when I look at channels and I see, I see they've done a collab video, not all the time, but like most of the time, um, if it's like a one-on-one -on -one collab, normally them videos don't do as well. That's what I've noticed yeah. personally. I don't know if you've seen that either, but obviously in your <laughs> case, it's the opposite they've obviously done like they do really well um so why why do you think yeah why do you think that that is for you what 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 makes it work so well i i definitely don't know i'm assuming that it's probably because like since i was doing those type of collabs early on a lot of the subscribers are very interested in those types of videos mm -hmm. so with them like wanting to watch it it helps like early on and then which probably makes it suggest to other people so i imagine that that's probably what it is yeah i mean I, I think my fan base is just really into that type of a thing yeah no and that's good it's like you found your you know your niche your thing right which is which is some people don't so that's really special i'm i, I mean i was gonna ask about your brother like what was your brother's response when you asked him to film that video i'm guessing it was like similar to your friend but i guess I mean, are you close with your with your brother or that with that brother in particular? Um, he actually was very excited to do it. He's one of the oh, two okay. or three of my family members that do watch ASMR, so he was wanting to do one actually. Mm -hmm. And he's since then made his channel and been on several of my yeah. uh, videos. My 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 uh, subscribers definitely love him. Oh, so so he's got his <laughs> um, own channel as well. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's and nice. he, he's already at like pr probably almost 4,000 subscribers and he's only had it for a month. Wow. It's like, wow. Yeah, people love, I, I feel like people love like younger kids attempting to do ASMR. There, I feel like that's a huge... There is a big audience for that for sure, yeah. Yeah. And then... I mean, uh, as a kid, if you think about it, like I guess it can be quite daunting watching like, you know, someone like me who's 25, you know, doing the video, you probably probably not going to feel comfortable watching that but you would feel comfortable with someone yeah. else your age so that's it's really nice yeah and i think it's a lot more like more common with like right. younger people as mm -hmm. well because it's for been sure. made like more of a of a thing yeah oh i love that for him that's really good yeah he's gonna one day he's gonna overtake you <laughs> he will no i already know he will <laughs> That's so funny. I told him. I told him it's okay. It's, I told him it's okay as long as he shouts me out a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you. To be fair, you know, you put him on that pedestal, like you know, <laughs> he, he he owes you one for sure. And does he like? Yeah. I mean, does he tease you about like how like again with your friend like because you know like I said that was a big a big bump up in views. I'm guessing he was like loving the spotlight and stuff. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, he definitely was. He wasn't teasing at all, though. He was just like, let's make another one. Let's make it's another just, one. Like, yeah. even like he just he messaged me a few days ago and like, let's make another video. I'm like, this is adorable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it was it's a nice bonding experience, I guess. Well, that's why I said at the start, right, when I done the summary, I said it was, you know, you do a bit of everything. But for the most part, it's quite wholesome is the word I used. 
um and it, it definitely is uh and i mean after that you know you've done another video with your brother that has forty two thousand views um and then i always talk about with my guests i have to talk about you know their most popular video um to date so for you that is a video titled asmr with my family nice and simple you know just this is a simple little video except it's got two hundred thousand views um <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> Talk me through talk me through the process of that of that video coming to fruition. How did that come about? It it was a really actually like long process because I had to like from where I live I hauled like my equipment down there and then it's like in the middle of nowhere and it was just during so for our like family like like holidays and stuff all of our families get together and I believe that was either Thanksgiving or Christmas of last year. I'm not sure which holiday. I kind of forget the time frame. But I don't know if it's like everyone yeah. was a Yeah. Everyone was there and I was just like, hey, I'm gonna pull them in one by one and I'm gonna have them film. Almost like like half of them were it was very difficult to convince them to do because like they were had no idea what they were doing. But uh -huh. it it worked out and they did really really well did and they you... even joined me for a second time <laughs> yeah see i mean that's got amazing views as well did you give them like coaching sessions beforehand to like okay this is kind of what you need yeah. to do how did that happen yeah like i picked out their items because they didn't know what to do or like what they wanted to pick out so i picked out a majority of their items except for the ones that already knew how to do and what to do mm -hmm. and i kind of just told them like this is some of the sounds you can make and i'll just like just make like any sound you can think <laughs> of just do that because uh -huh. like I said, it's more, it's better if they're, if they're like creating the idea rather than me themselves. Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. That's the best. Because I, I mean, before I clicked on the video, I was like, oh, how, how is he, how is he going to do this? Because you had the, you had the, the camera and the mic set up and then they would just take turns right at the station, at the station that you'd yeah. set up. I think that was a good way of doing yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I was like, I, I did it because I knew that if we had all 10 of them in there in the same room, it's going to be incredibly loud anyway. And everyone's just going to laugh because they're going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So I was just like, I'll do one at a time and then I'll just sit behind the camera and make sure that they're like comfortable. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> like it's not live. Everyone, for some reason, they think that like because they're on a camera that like everyone's going to see what they're doing. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I'm going to edit out anything that you don't want in it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love that. <laughs> I do. Did um, oh my god. Uh, what was what was I gonna say? Did you ever think that video, you know, would blow up in the way that you, the way that it did? Like maybe um, maybe maybe you thought it was gonna do well, but I'm guessing you probably didn't expect it to do that well. Oh yeah, I I was expecting like like twenty thousand views like at most. In no way did I expect it to not only do really well, but like it's continuing to do well. Like people still are watching it just as much as not just as much, but probably just as much as most of my other videos. Yeah. Do you know like how many views you're still getting from that video? Like every four because on, on YouTube Studio it shows like your last forty eight hours, right? Do you know how many views you're getting still? Mm -hmm. I do not, but I'm actually interested, so I'll check really you quickly. You check that now, yeah, definitely go for it. <laughs> I always <laughs> find that interesting, especially with like you know, you know, bigger creators, because it must be it must be incredible. Because um, I've got a video of mine that that done quite well uh, a couple of months ago, and that one still gets like 500 views every 40 hours, which for me is is a lot. Um, that is wild. I'm guessing it's more than that though for you. I'm I'm guessing it's like a couple of maybe like a thousand every every two days, something like that. Yeah. Oh here we go, here we go. Now we can see it. 
go to analytics. Yeah, it's gotten thirteen hundred in the last two days. So oh, there you go, seven hundred a day. I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's that's insane. That's insane. <laughs> I love it. No, I do. And I you know I was gonna ask like what you know what makes it so special. What made that video so special for it to be your highest viewed one? But I, I think it's I think it's obvious. I think like I think people you know it just intrigued by other people doing asmr that are not used to it uh, and then the fact that you had your whole family doing it is just just such a pull for, for, for viewers yeah and and obviously you guys are very close-knit right yeah yeah i think that helps and i think that you know that closeness of you all you know really helped both of them videos I don't know what the other one's on in terms of views, but um, I, th- I know both of them. Are very I, good. I just looked. It's like 153. 150, I think. Wow, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I guess there's a part of you is just like, should I just do family videos all the time? <laughs> uh, yeah. See, that's actually kind of that's actually one of the almost concerns that I had with them doing so well. It's just like I am not going to be able to make them all the time because they're only when I go home. So I was just like, I was hoping that people would come to my channel because of those videos, but enjoy my content regardless of the video. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you're still doing very well. I know it's hard. It's, it's it's hard when you get like a pop-off video like that to, to, to know, to not compare your other ones to it. But, um, mm-hmm. I think I think you should just focus on on the achievement of that one because that's that's insane to get to get six figures anyway just to break that hundred thousand view mark, but to get two hundred thousand yeah. is is mental. Um, and I guess this kind of leads on to the next question now, which is like, is there a demand from your audience now to do more ASMR with others? Not, I guess maybe not in, not specifically your family, but just other people. Like, do you get a lot of comments to say, "Oh, do this with your friend again," or "Do this with another creator," or? Yeah, early on, like whenever I was posting those videos, especially the family videos, um, I was getting and I still do get requests to do more videos with specific siblings or all of them again. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure I will eventually make more videos with them. But yeah, there's still definitely a demand, but it's it's calmed down a little bit since it's been like half a year since the last ASMR with family almost. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Because I was, I was worried about that because, you know, people can sometimes be just like too too over the top with with the pressure because mm-hmm. are they are they your f- personal favorite videos to film with like other people i enjoy them because they're the ones that like i actually can get asmr from while editing it because like i don't get it from my own voice right. or what i do i get it from watching like the other people do it I, so i do enjoy doing them and they're fun and everything i like doing the videos where it's like a whole lot of editing and thought process and like script writing and stuff like that those are the ones where i get to put a lot of like yeah. creativity into them are the ones that are my favorite yeah no i get that you know especially if you've just got like a big creative itch that you need to scratch right yeah no for sure for sure but then the the, the flip side of that is you know sometimes you do like you do a video like that you produce it you edit it and you're like okay this is a banger and then it just doesn't do as well yeah. as you want it to. And it's just like, it's yeah, just it's a like knife to the, the heart. Yeah. Yeah. The videos I just sit, put people in front of the camera, edit, just cut out the stuff I don't want <laughs> and upload. People that's watch it, it 200,000 times. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, that's just, yeah, that's just the way it works sometimes. <laughs> um, like I said at the start, you know, you do a wide, a wide variety of content. I know we focused on more of your collab stuff and your family stuff. 
um because do, do you like do you struggle for ideas because you know you've done friends family you've done uh, asmr in school you've done uh, asmr in a shop like if you, have you got like a backlog of ideas a short list or is it a struggle to keep going i have like i get distracted by like because i i come up like i have an idea for a video and i'm like wait this is a better one let's do this one first so i have like a ton of video ideas that i want to do i just get distracted by like certain ones that i'm like oh no i'll do this one first so yeah i definitely i have plenty of video ideas but i just need the time to do them <laughs> yeah no that's good that's good though because i think sometimes we can just we can just run out uh, and, and you see, you often see like other creators, you know, do like an Instagram post where it's like, oh, give me, uh, give me ideas for future videos and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're not, I'm glad you're not struggling because you know, like I said, you do, you do very a wide range of stuff, um, and obviously you put a lot of thought process into it. Because um, you know, even again, like you done, uh, you done a video in like a supermarket, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and and I think that one had like twenty thousand views or something as well. So you know they they clearly do well. Um, what's what's been your biggest struggle with with content creation? Do you think? Um, I know it's a big one. I would say, question. yeah, that is that is a big question. I would say just continuing to like. I I always do feel like I need to top, like whatever video I just did. I'm like I need to top it. And then, like, as you said, it's sometimes those videos that you put a lot of editing and work into that don't do as well as the, the simple ones. Um, that's kind of more of what I would say that the, the biggest or only struggle that I have is really it's like in those videos that do really well, I don't feel like I get like the creative itch out. So I just I, I, I want to make like the videos that require the the fancy equipment that like i bought and have and all that stuff yeah and yeah yeah no i think there's Whereas a... those yeah, yeah the ones in like public it's literally just one mic in my camera so it's like i'm not getting the creative itch off out i'm just making a video that i know people will like we'll do yeah um and i think yeah i think we can we can we can a lot of the time be our own you know worst enemy in that sense right yeah uh and then you start looking at stats and like oh this is a this video is a, a 10 out of 10 and it's like oh there's no there's nothing worse than seeing that 10 out of 10 yeah for those of you guys that don't know that sounds like a good thing it's actually a bad thing <laughs> <laughs> youtube like ranks your last 10 videos uh, and if it's a one out of 10 it's actually your best out of the best out of the last 10 but if it's a 10 out of 10 it's the worst so that's where that comes from um it's never nice never nice seeing them gray dulled out <laughs> downwards arrows never good never good yeah, you keep an eye on it for the first 30 minutes until the stats come through and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah these this like this next bullet point of stuff which i've already asked you one part of it is is kind of kind of kind of loaded questions but give you a best shot so you know i think like when people think of asmr um and and you look at the look at the creators that are in the ASMR space, you know it's predominantly females, right? Um, and I think mm -hmm. I think when you think about it even more, I think uh, people that view ASMR tend to tend to go to females in general because they're just generally or stereotypically more endearing, 
more comforting mm-hmm. than, than males, right? So I feel like if you're a girl uh, watcher, then, you know, you're kind of going to go to girls for that. And then if you're a male watcher, you might go to the same. You might go to the fact that, okay, well, um, you know, this girl's actually pretty good looking and I, I want this girl to, yeah. to to send me to sleep. So it's it's yeah. it's hard, right? It's hard being a male creator. Uh, what are, what are your opinions on, on, on male creators in general? Do we have it hard? Is um, it a struggle? Yeah, I I would say, like, I guess there's a little bit more, like, difficulty or pressure for, like, a male ASM artist to, like, succeed because mm-hmm. if you look at it, it's, like, most of the, the, the big male ASMR creators are, like, extremely high quality edited videos oh, yeah like asmr like asmr zeitgeist yeah uh, that was the one that is so much well. s- yeah. so much money goes into like his oh. videos and creation and like it's just such a high standard because like he there are some like bigger asmr ASM artists that just do like your regular videos but like the, they're usually not quite as big as no. the female creators that do the similar videos yeah for sure um there's there's definitely like a benchmark and he's like he's at the top like i i always call him like the willy wonka of asmr because like what he does with with asmr is like what willy wonka does with chocolate and and candy right so it's just it's insane um and and i think of other great asmrists uh, male ones like atlas he his his videos are really high highly well produced um, but I mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't, you know, that's not the be all and all. There's plenty of lo-fi channels out mm. there that do really well as well, both females and, yeah. and males. So um, <clears throat> I think the demand's less, I think. But at the same time, obviously, the male space isn't as saturated as the female space. So there's like that side of the yeah. coin as well. Um, <clears throat> but I feel like when people think of ASMR um, out, outside of the community, I know, I don't know if you follow like the Twitch asmr community but there was a big scandal recently where you know these these twitch e-girls were taking asmr and making it a bad rep and you know they were doing all sorts of things on camera um yeah and and again when people see that they just think oh it's it's a female driven thing right um and obviously you know there's males there's males in there as well and i and i know I, i know actually through that a lot of male twitch streamers got some uh got some toxic messages in their chats to say like oh you're not a female like why aren't you doing this and stuff like that so it's yeah yeah um but i feel like at the same time i'm i'm like i'm complaining about this but in from for 99 of of the real world females get it more harder than the males so it's kind of like we're just gonna yeah. have to, we're gonna have to lie i'll bite the bullet yeah, yeah we're gonna have to lie <laughs> with this one um but you know if you're watching and you're a male like you know do it just do it don't worry about the fact that you're a male it's i i think more more male creators need to come into the space for sure uh, and uh there's definitely a space space for them do you watch any male creators yourself um majority um i like i used to watch mostly female because that's all i was like found at first as well mm-hmm. and then i pretty much like the main i don't watch too much now but like the main creator that like I would say that I watch is his name is Jisoo Sentiment or Jisoo ASMR. Okay. He his his videos are like really well edited and I don't know I I enjoy them too. They're more they're almost like they're like vul like he's vulgar almost, but he also does like 
like skits and scripts and like role plays and stuff Funny like pretty much for every video yeah and it's it's very it's relaxing and yeah and he's funny yeah but he's probably like the main one that i consistently watch like watch every video yeah i i actually i actually for the most part like don't like don't like i guess don't religiously watch any male creators um mm-hmm. it's just a personal it's a personal choice um and i i know everyone has, has their own choices uh and but yeah i i, I don't what do you have an idea? I don't know if you've looked again. It's another stat, but do you have an idea of your like uh, your gender split for your audience? I I, I think I, I have like not. a high I don't a high male audience actually. When I'm thinking about it, I am not sure. I think for some reason I'm thinking it's like sixty forty or something like right. that. Yeah, like sixty females, but I don't know that I've actually. I'm not sure on that one. Yeah. Because I, I know for the most part, like, uh, female creators, they're, like, it's, like, normally, like, 80, 80% male, like, 20% female. Um, But it, I just found it curious to, to see what, to see oh, what your channel yeah, was okay. like. It is, yeah. It's 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 62% female, 37% male. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, I, I see, like, on Twitter, like, girl ASMR is still tweeting. I'm like, and they're like, oh, I wish my, I wish my male, uh, female audience was bigger and stuff like this and i'm like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's the one thing as uh as male creators have oh, in that in that sense but yeah i just <laughs> i just find it interesting talk to talk about stuff like yeah. that um but yeah uh i guess that kind of concludes the big asmr chat for now i'll come back to it in a second but i kind of wanted to know who who aaron was outside of asmr what what are you doing in terms of you know hobbies work studies all that jazz what are you doing i actually like have calmed down with like i don't have too much now with like i just finished off my first summer semester of physical therapy school it kicks back up in like a week or so um but outside of that i really just kind of i just make videos or like i really only like work out or play this video game called league of legends it's pretty much the only habits or hobbies oh, that i have let's talk league of legends let's talk league of legends for yeah. a second do you do you uh <laughs> do you watch league of legends as well yeah that's pretty much all i oh, watch like every why, day why do, why haven't we why haven't we talked about this already <laughs> I, so fun fact i actually don't play i've never played league of legends once but i love watching pro league of legends uh, I, I got it's ups- an extremely difficult. Yeah, it's a, such a difficult game to play. Like I hated it for the first four months of playing it because it was so hard. It's, it's it looks such really a hard, hard game to, to pick play. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you watch? But uh, I've gotten pretty good at it. Do you, Do you watch the LCS? <laughs> um, I watch uh, Euro G two is my favorite team. How is it? How is weird is that? So like I'm in Europe, but I watch the LCS, and you're in America, but you watch the LEC. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the the way I got into league. Because I I'm, I'm a big like esports fan, so I followed uh, 100 Thieves. Um, I don't know if you know who they are. They're like an esports organization in, in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in 2018, uh, when the LCS League, when the North American League became franchised, they ended up getting a franchise spot. Um, so I was like kind of already following them, um, and then and then they started playing this game League of Legends, which was new to me, and I just started watching their matches because I was a fan of the team in general. Because uh, they had other teams in other in other in other video games, and um, yeah. and then since then I've just watched it ever since. It's just really addictive to watch, and and, and now at this it point is. I can I can kind of like 
I'm like 80% there on knowing what's exactly happening. I would never get the other 20% because I've never played it. Uh, but I've, yeah. got, I've got a good grasp on the game now, and it's it's really fun. Yeah, so you, 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 if you picked up the game, you'd probably get a hang of it pretty quickly. I think, I think it watching <clears throat> watching it and knowing what's actually supposed to go on is like the hardest part. Yeah. How did you uh, how did you end up following like the European league then instead of the North American one? What's that story? Um, I, I think uh, so like in the game, like everyone has it's like Faker. He's like the best League of Legends player apparently of all time, mm-hmm. and everyone just like makes the joke like on YouTube as well. And I was just like, I want to look up who that is. And then I started realizing there was pro League of Legends, and I started that first year of me playing. I only started playing a year and a half ago or so. Okay. And then I watched Worlds. I watched Worlds, and G two was in it. They ended up losing. I think they didn't win. I know they didn't win. But I was just watching G two, and I ended up watching caps caps so good g2's mid laner and then yankos which is the jungler jungler, and i like those are the two two of the streamers that i watch like a lot and so i just kind of follow them and i'm pretty big fans of the team now i like that no g2 i mean g2 are really popular i i I don't know what year you watched it but in 2019 they got to the final they got beat by a chinese team Uh, yep i think it was that uh yeah their, their mid laner was absolutely nuts that's like the whole tournament but like even that even the final series he he's done really well um yeah but i i mean i still watch some lac stuff like that so i know you know i know who the players are for the most part if they're on like the top teams um i'm a big i, I, I like reckless i'm a big reckless fan he's yeah. he, he's a cool he looks like a cool guy but actually you know when you when he talks he's like really down to earth and he knows his stuff so yeah I, I like that about him uh, yeah, he's new to the team. Like, wasn't it last year, right? Yeah, so he was on Fnatic for a good couple of years. Uh, and then I think yeah. G2 are just, like, always known for putting super teams together. Um, and he was, like, yeah. the best. He was, like, the best AD carry, right? So uh, they, yeah. they finally got him. What position do you play yourself? I'm a, I'm a mid laner. You're a mid laner as well. What's, what are your yeah. favorite champions? I play Talon and Akali. Talon and Akali. I just Akali. started picking them up. Yeah, I just picked them up and they're they're pretty because I was I'm trying to find I was trying to find champions that I could carry on because like I do well most games but my I'm not I'm like gold and like so I started okay. picking up uh a may um, an AP champion and an AD champion and those are pretty hard carry champions and yeah. I've been doing pretty well since then because uh, I feel like Akali gets played a lot in pro play but I don't think I've ever seen Talon get played in pro play before. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have much like CC or like. Like crowd control or anything like that he's just he, yeah. he's really easy to roam with so you can like you can help your other lanes out which is why he's such a good it's better to use in solo queue right yeah that's what, I was gonna, that's what i was thinking yeah. of yeah that's nice i don't know what i don't know if i pl- i don't know i don't know what role i would do if i played i feel like i would always start out play support to start out that's what i did because you easy. don't have to worry about like yeah. csing or anything like that you just keep your laner alive and you keep your team alive. It's the easiest way to learn the game. <laughs> yeah, I feel I know, but you like you think of like all the support champions that get played, and like none of them are like cool. You know what I mean? Like you look at the champions. Yeah, like, I mean always, support's like, not a fun. Yeah, they're always like AD carries yeah. that are like the cool ones or like a top laner. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, they're not the most like flashy role for sure. But like the mages, the mage supports, they're actually fun. Mm-hmm. But you have to like land skill shots and stuff. Lux, like Lulu and probably, stuff. Like, I think she. 
yeah i think lux is like the number one like fan favorite like champion ever and, I, I and thought, she's i thought she's support. easy to play as well oh she's she's very easy to play yeah mm -hmm. wow say so, this is it I, <laughs> I didn't expect it to be a league of legends fun but there we go <laughs> i like that because i mean playoffs are starting this weekend right so uh i guess you'd be hyped to watch that that, yeah, I think, I think their, their first is the 14th, I think. Yeah, G2 play Mad Lions, right? Yep. I think that's going to be a good series. Because Mad, so Mad was first in Spring Split. Um, But I don't think they've been as good this split. Uh, But yeah. I mean, I think G2 have been subpar as well, but I think they've been finding their own a little bit recently. So I think that's going to Yeah, they, be... they were going downhill for a little bit, but I, they they went on like a like six, seven game win streak to end it. So I yeah. think they'll be okay. It's they've just I mean they've just got really good players in, in the positions, right? So it's it was kind of like oh it was all they're always gonna be good again. It was just a question of like when rather than if, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Wait, I have a question for you. What's your favorite role to watch? Like do you prefer like do you like top lane jungle? What? What, what do I I mean I I never watch like because you can watch pro view, right? Where you just watch like that certain pro rather than like mm -hmm. the whole game. Um I don't like, I feel like, I feel like when I'm watching, like, there's always something going on in bot lane, like that bot lane 2v2. Yeah. That's normally fun it's to a watch. Fiesta, yeah. 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 Um, so I would say, I would say, I would say that to be honest. Cause then, I mean, after that, you kind of get like top lane ganks and stuff like that. But then you just start getting into team fights, right? As, as the game goes on. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, yeah, my team, 100 Thieves, we, we've got a big series actually this weekend on Saturday. We play Evil Geniuses. And the, basically, the winner goes uh, qualifies for world championships, so it's it's a big one. It's a big one, so I'm I'm excited to watch that. <laughs> yeah, if it goes the distance, it'll be like it'll be real, it'll be like two in the morning. So it's gonna be, hopefully it's not a late oh, night. Wow. Hopefully it's not a late <laughs> night for me. <laughs> First game starts at like 10 p.m. my time, so it could go all the way to like three by the time the fifth oh, game is no. finished. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, yeah it might be a late one but i'll definitely stay up and watch it because those those are my boys <laughs> <laughs> but that's amazing because i mean there's like tutorials and stuff in the game right like you can play against like the computer like the ai yeah there there are tutorials they're not accurate at all towards what the real game is but yeah there's tutorials no, but it helps you like mechanics and movement and stuff like that yeah yeah which is also why i hated the game at first is because the mechanics are so difficult yeah, it looks I'm, for like because it's it's not it's not like any other game, so it's hard to like compare it to anything because it's literally you don't move or click anything like any other game. No, and for me as well, I've always been a big console gamer, so I've never played games on a keyboard and mouse. So I feel like I would be an absolute yep. burger on a keyboard and mouse. Like, yeah, I only ever played like Call of Duty, and then I stopped for like five years, and then I picked up League of Legends, and now I'm obsessed with it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's it's a very obsessive game, which is kind of like why I haven't gone into it because I've got like an addictive personality, so I know I'd get addicted to it. Um, yeah, but I'm happy just happy just watching it for now. <laughs> so good though, honestly. If you like, if you enjoy sports and you don't mind video games, like getting to Pro League of Legends, it's really really fun. Honestly, like I'm a big I'm gonna call it soccer just for you, but I'm a big soccer guy, and. I get really hyped for soccer, but I actually get equally as hyped watching a League of Legends game, and I feel like that speaks that speaks a lot because I've been to like probably near near on like a hundred soccer games, maybe not quite, so like a lot of games, right? So like that's how wow. invested I am into it. Um, but but yeah, League of Legends just gets me just as hype. So uh, just check it out, especially like World Championships. 
that's about, I feel like that's the best time the best time of year to to get into it. Yeah. Um nice. Okay. So do you, I'm guessing you don't have like a part-time job or anything like that. It's just kind of you're just doing your studies and and you're doing the ASMR on the side. Yeah, I, I had a I was a in like undergrad I was an RA which for us is just like they you work for the campus and they pay for your like housing and living. So I didn't really have any expenses and Okay. So yeah, I haven't had like a part-time job in like a year or two. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's very. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have a job when I was studying. I think it's just too stressful. I mean, the well, <laughs> I say that, but what I like the thing I done was an apprenticeship. So it was like I was actually, um, I was actually working full time for the company that was paying for my degree. Like I didn't have any debt, yeah, which was the good part. But I was like, I was working kind of full time for them and then doing the degree on top. So like I do like a normal you know, I'd do like a normal eight hours a day at work. I'd come home and then I'd have to revise for an exam or I'd wow. have to, or I'd have to study, uh, for, for, uh, for like a test or something or whatever. So that was, that was really difficult, really stressful. Cause you'd have, especially like as the years went yeah, on, would be. cause we, cause you know, as more years went on, cause it was like a five year thing, but like every year at work, I would get more responsibility. So it was like the stress of that. And then coming back to the stress of the degree, which again, as it goes on, the harder it gets as well. So it was kind of like at the end, it was it was a lot. Um, definitely, definitely worth it now because I'm not. I don't have any student debt or anything like that because I didn't yeah. need to take any loans out. Um, but but yeah, it was a struggle. Um, anyway, I always end on this bit uh, for for this section. Do you have any tips for anybody watching uh, who might be thinking of starting their own channel or in the process of starting the channel? What would you say to them? Uh, in terms of in terms of ASMR and doing ASMR, what tips would you give them? I would definitely say don't worry about. I feel like people are just like, I don't have a mic, I don't have a camera, like I can't make because ASMR is pretty centered around a mic, right? <laughs> but yeah. like, if you th- if you think about it, like some of those like the younger kid channels, they don't have mics at all. They use a really cheap camera. I'm assuming their phone, and they, that's the probably their mic as well. And the videos, like, it doesn't need to be, uh, it can be lo-fi and low quality and you're mm-hmm. still going to, it's it's going to do just as well. So d- don't worry too much about your equipment and just. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I've had, I've had guests on here that are lo-fi. Uh, the one that stands out the most is Evie ASMR. Uh, she does a lot of outside videos and it's just her iPhone. There's no camera, there's no external mic connected to it. It's just the internal mic of the phone. And she's just outside yeah. tapping and scratching on things. Um, her videos are just really simple. It's just a picture of her, like about to scratch on like a plank of wood or something. I don't know. And yeah. and, and she's she's got like seventy, eighty thousand subscribers and does really, really well with the stuff. So like like Aaron said, yeah. um, it's not all about the equipment for sure. But it's at the end of the day, it's what you want to do, right? If you, you know, if you do want to invest in it, then obviously go for it. Um, yeah. Uh, you might be a perfectionist like me. I like to try and try and be as perfect as possible, but it never comes all that way. <laughs> <laughs> just wired. I'm just wired that way. Um, but definitely, definitely good advice. Uh, yeah, and I, I guess we're gonna finish on the future, which is always very ominous to say. Um, so I, I kind of wanted to know is is the things that you definitely want to do that you haven't already had the chance to with with your videos with with within the ASMR space? 
in terms of yeah in terms of like oh is this like a specific genre or style of video that you haven't had a chance to film yet that you really want to do or is it just kind of going to be more of the same going forward um i would say i want to do more i I didn't i haven't really i've done like your your classic like role plays of you know like the medical and like the barber and stuff like that yeah yeah and then i want to do experiment and try more of like like gb like her style of like role plays are very like creates characters and writes scripts Mm -hmm. and i think that's like a really fun i think it's a really fun and creative way to make videos and that's kind of like that's also like jisoo sentiment he kind of also makes videos with like characters almost and that's kind of like what i want to eventually like work towards it's like creating your own storyline right yeah but for the most part i mean when i think of that i think of like fantasy role plays but i don't think you've ever done any fantasy role play would that be the type of thing that you would do or would it kind of be yeah it would be something similar to that like style of thing where like you you like buy you like get like props and background and like you kind of it's like a like its own world type of a thing yeah Yeah. i I mean i know you play league but are you into like fantasy in general like lord of the rings game of thrones things like that star wars you you that type of guy Um, i'm a huge like like anything with like wizards or like like Mm -hmm. like harry potter and like that type of thing yeah that that's more of my uh, vibe, I guess. So the next question is: Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons before? I have. Wait. Oh yes, yes. Actually, this I just did this last year for the first time. <laughs> I I did it with a couple of friends. Yeah. What did you think? I was not that. It it was okay. Um, the dungeon master we had wasn't the best uh, at it. I think that, it was his first time. Okay, that's pivotal to so, like yeah. a, to to in a game though. Like you need a good DM. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he it. wasn't like he he wasn't like allowing much like creativity outside of his storyline. So it was kind of just like a the only the only choices we had was really just like what ability we got to fight with. It wasn't really like any storyline adjustment. Oh, okay. which is like from what I've yeah. So from what I've seen, like that's the fun part about it is that like you get to kind of actually decide what happens by what you do. Yeah. Whereas we didn't really we didn't really get that option with our that. dungeon master, but oh, he was okay. he was pretty new about it. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. But I feel like I mean I'm a massive D and D fan, and I was actually looking for I don't know if you seen my story, but I posted a story trying to I want I wanted to get some like content creators together to to actually play an ongoing mm-hmm. game. Um. So if you if you ever if you fancy that, let me know. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is with D and D, it's quite a commitment because normally you play, you know, you play every week. And, and it's like three normally about three hours every week um mm-hmm. so for some people that's that's quite a, that's quite a big commitment so I, you know I, I i get it that you know because there was people that i reached out to that were uh, interested about it and then when i was like oh, okay it's you know this is this is how much time it's going to take up they were like ah, actually i can't you know i can't actually uh afford to give that time away um every week because yeah. it, it you know it, it is a big commitment so uh but if you are down let me know and uh, we can maybe can maybe get some. Are you the out. dungeon master? I am not the DM. No. Oh, okay. I, I I've never DM'd myself. I've been playing D and D for like five years now. Um, I I would like to eventually. Uh, but it's it's scary, right? There's a lot of pressure on you. You need there's so much you need to do as a DM. Uh, you know, you... see, if I feel like if I were gonna do it, I would want to be the dungeon master because I feel like I could like I feel like you have to be like super like on the spot creative you for do. like if someone makes like a decision. I'm just like I think that'd be super fun to just Im- be like okay, yeah, let's roll with that. Yeah, you need to be like super good at improv, basically. Yeah, 
Okay. Yeah. What did you what like? Because obviously, with with D and D, there's uh, there's like the official D and D game, and then you know there's other variations of tabletop role playing games. Did you actually play like was it fifth mm-hmm. edition D and D you played? What was it that you played? Uh, I believe it was fifth edition. Yeah, we didn't have like it was just. Did he like pre-build characters for you or something like that? Is how, is how we did it? Oh yes, yeah, we did that. We did that. Yes. Okay. I mean, uh, that which is to me that already says like he's doing it wrong. Like, because that's a, I mean, one of the beautiful things I like is creating characters. You know, uh, whether yeah. it's whether it's uh, writing the backstory, whether it's coming up with their appearance, whether it's like the stats, like all of that, I l- absolutely love. Like, I I sit there and honestly, I use this website and I must have like. 30 40 pre-made characters just ready to rock like they're never gonna <laughs> see the light of day for the most part but i just love creating them because it's so fun um yeah so that's what we we did that for our characters yeah and i even like drew mine like i wanted to like have like an idea of exactly what it was yeah <laughs> oh my God. we need we need to get you on board for sure we'll have to talk about that after this yeah um is there anyone in the community that you like really love to collab with and obviously you can be as adventurous as you want with this no holds barred anyone who would you love to collab with um definitely probably like jisoo would definitely be like the dream collab just because i love the style of his videos like so much and i kind of inspire uh, some of my videos are probably like inspired from like his style of editing and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like gb as well Oh yeah, of course, but that's like that's no. That's like what I'm saying. Like, like no, this is what I'm saying. Like, don't like, yeah, don't yeah. You can do the dream collab. Is that is that the dream collab or is there another dream collab? Yeah, I would love to do one with GB, but I would like to do it like in person, like what she has, like mm-hmm. the other cult, like some of the other ASMRs do. Like, I think that's super. I don't know. It would just be really yeah wholesome. I guess yeah. yeah I'm down. I'm down. Say that yeah. Our next GB. Let's see it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that. I love asking that question. Um, is do you have any future projects in the works you can talk about? Obviously, you don't need to give spoilers or anything like that. But is anything coming up that's quite big? Yeah, I have. Um, I I put out part one, but I want to make like this super long, like it's like well, super long, like an hour long movie, basically. But it's like a medical role play, but it's gonna be like an hour long movie where it's like it's super like edited and stuff like that. I kind of put out like a part one already of it but i like i have it was only like 12 minutes of it or so so yeah. like i want the, the rest of it it's just going to be a really edited like medical role play basically nice and it's got its yeah. own story that's going to like continue throughout yeah i love it um is that is it just you or is it a collab project that one's with just me that's just yeah, that's just me right yeah. and then i have one. a co- I like it. yeah and then I, of course, I, like I for sure I have the collab with Till You Sleep, and then I think I've uh, had a lot of requests to do ASMR in the car. Yes, that's I do, like, a ASMR popular in public one. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I might as I, I I asked. I don't know if you know Landon ASMR. He's like a younger kid. He's no. been blowing up. Okay. Oh, he's like a younger. He's like he makes like really lo-fi videos just in his car and i'm like okay if i'm gonna do it asmr in the car i'll reach out and see if he wants to do one <laughs> and so we're we've been trying to like work on it i just haven't had time to film it but that's nice. gonna be one that's eventually coming out yeah i like that i like that um anything yeah. in terms of like doing patreon streaming vlogs have you had any thoughts about stuff like that because i think you're just doing exclusively youtube right i think you post on tiktok a little bit but for the most part it's just yeah YouTube. i do i 
Yeah, I have a Patreon and I do like oh, videos do where or I send out like a video each month for the ones that are like Patreons. And then like if it's their first month, they request what the video is. So it's kind of like a yeah, it's kind of like exclusive, I guess. And mm -hmm. then I have I want to start like I, I love the vlog style videos, but I want to make like get a little bit like bigger before I do that because yeah. it's going to be a lot of time invested into it and for stuff sure. like that. But I've been really, really wanting to do like Twitch streaming for like League of Legends, like so badly. I'll join. I'll join in. Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, <laughs> <I'd>, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm like pretty new to Twitch though, other than just watching people like play League of Legends. So I'm not that. I don't know how to do it oh, yet. But if you need I any help, let me know. Too, too difficult. Yeah. No, it's it's just one of them things where you just have to watch a couple of YouTube videos to 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 know how to do some things. It's it's one of that. It's pretty yeah. pretty straightforward once you, once you you know once you watch a couple of videos. Um, I, you know, I started a couple of months ago now, and it wasn't it wasn't anything I was trying to drive for like popularity. It was kind of just like I want to play these games. I've always wanted to stream. I want to get closer to my mm -hmm. community a little bit more. And it was like them three things just came together, and I've had so much fun. Yeah. We we played Pokemon, uh, play a Pokemon playthrough the first time, and uh, I just finished a playthrough of a game called Life is Strange. It's just such a wholesome game, like real to life, yeah. lots of emotion. Like I love that type of thing, um, and uh, cried a lot on stream. Cried for the first time on stream with that game. It's so sad, um, but yeah, for the most part, had lots of fun with it, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Will you just do gaming yeah. on there, or you do a bit of ASMR as well? Um, I'll probably, I don't imagine, or I've never like had the plan to do ASMR on it as well, because I feel like if I want to, I kind of want to keep them a little bit separate right. and I want to make that kind of apparent as well. Like with the, like my subscribers on my like ASMR YouTube channel, like yeah. I want to like sh shout the channel out obviously, but I want to make sure that they know that like, it's going to be almost a completely separate thing to kind of like give me a break away from like ASMR as well. I get it. Just kind of more relaxed. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, for me, it was a decision like, oh, do I stream on YouTube or do I stream on Twitch? And I was like, well, I'm not going to do actual ASMR. So then it was easy for me because I was like, okay, I'll do it on Twitch because it's a completely separate platform and I'm yeah. not doing ASMR. If I was going to stream ASMR, I would probably just do it on YouTube because it would make more sense. Yeah. Um. So I, I definitely get that. Um. Yeah, I think I think, I think think you've got your head screwed on about everything. Um. It's probably just hard for you at the minute with obviously your studies as well. It's just trying to balance balance all that. Right. Yeah, there's there's a lot to yeah figure out time schedule and all that stuff, and I'm really bad about like following a schedule. So no matter, <laughs> I I I love I love making them, but I'm so bad at following them. <laughs> yeah, like I feel that I feel that. Um, and I guess the final question is, you know, for you, what are the ultimate goals of the channel? Uh, if someone offered you the chance to be, you know, a full time creator, you know, it was sustainable financially and all that jazz, would you, would you take that? Would you? Would that be the ideal future for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm still kind of like, that's kind of still the goal for it is it's like, I have three years of grad school for PT and like that, that job's going to like be, leave me pretty well off regardless, but it's kind of funny telling people that yeah, that's my backup. Like <laughs> I would like, I would like YouTube to be like the idea, but I want to like, I feel like in three years, like that's that I'll get the idea of if it's going to be sustainable or not by yeah. then. I think that's sensible. It's like, and there's no pressure yeah. on yourself as well because you've you've got them years, you've got them three years to play with. Um, yeah. Because it's like, okay, I need to finish this first before I I kind of make a decision about things. So, I love that for you. I wish you the best. I know you'll do well because you've done you've done well uh, so far. 
so yeah and uh that's basically where we're gonna wrap it up today um i guess take this opportunity to to say thank you for coming on and and being an awesome guest so thank you so much yeah thank you thank you for having me it's actually really fun yeah i i love filming these uh and for those of you guys that are still watching that um weren't familiar with aaron before today make sure you check out the uh, video description and the pinned comment because it'll have the links to his channel and all his shows, social media pages uh, in there so you don't miss out on all that jazz. Uh, this podcast is also available in audio only form on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and all the other great uh, podcasting platforms so you won't miss out on those. This episode, or basically the way I do it is... Um, the new episode comes out on YouTube and then the following Tuesday, that same episode will be available in audio only form uh, on that day. So uh, six days after the YouTube video, basically, because uh, I kind of still want people to watch the actual uh, live thing with the video. Um, but I also wanted people to have the opportunity to, to, to still listen to it um, on the go because I know uh, it's a bit more digestible for people doing that. Um, so yeah, if you, um, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to see, uh, more, uh, please, uh, hit that like button, uh, comment down below what you thought. If you have any questions for Aaron, please leave them down below. I can't guarantee that I'll answer them, but, uh, it would, <laughs> it would help if you did. Uh, if you have any feedback for me as a host, that's also great. Uh, and, uh, subscribe if you're not subscribed, uh, so you don't miss out on uh, future podcast episodes. And I also do uh normal asmr videos every single week as well so you won't miss out on those uh make sure you click that uh, bell icon and select all uh to get a notification every time a new podcast episode and a new asmr video goes live um but this has been episode 17 of the wiretap whisper podcast you've been uh, a great audience and aaron has been a great guest and i thank you so much and i'll see you guys in the next one bye bye